Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You gave you gave Derek is the same smile he gave Nate for years. I'm just a meat bag with a with skeleton Gundam parts made out of pure disappointment. We are just mechs with blood and meat instead of robot parts. The only thing is, is that we're saying the same thing. We're not robots though. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Good Saturday morning, everyone. Zach Jones hanging out with you as we have an extended Sports Talk Saturday today from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. as the home of the Bills gets you ready for Wild Card Weekend. And this is brought to you by Expert Contracting, Expert Contracting for Wind Damage. That's ironic. Call 716-272-ROOF. And yes, we are getting ready for potentially a... Big storm, but a rather quick storm. It is not going to be something like last year's Christmas storm, which kind of kept us all caged in our homes or at work for a number of days. This seems to be over relatively quickly, but it could be pretty powerful as it hits, and that we are expecting later this afternoon around 12 to 1-ish. For the latest on all of that, we do have live coverage pretty much all day till around 6-ish tonight over on our sister station, 930 WBEN. That's going on right now, typically on Saturdays, just to give you uh, you know behind-the-scenes look. It's just like usually like four of us in a station um, or you know in the building. Today, there's like eight or nine of us. Two of my bosses are here. And yeah, like, I mean, like, it's, I, I don't want to say it's going to be like a very, very serious thing, but again, it is going to be one of those things that very quickly it could be very serious. We do have two weather event games for Super Wildcard Week. And of course, Bills Steelers is one of them. That, of course, with heavy snowfall and wind expected to potentially create whiteout conditions. But then also for later tonight, and that's going to be over on Peacock, Chiefs and Dolphins, with the Chiefs expected to get into negative degree wind chill. It's going to be a very interesting day. A very, very interesting day. But I do want to spend much of today, when I can, giving weather updates and then as well just talking Bills, Steelers. I want to hear from you guys, 803-0550, if you are still planning on going to the game. I know my brother was somebody that was potentially going to get tickets for this game. He's kind of backing out or at least seeing how today is going to transpire before he decides on going. I want to hear from you guys if you do plan on still going. And also, just have a little fun, some of the more iconic weather games. 
that you've ever been to or you remember seeing. I know for a lot of people, you know, Bills Colts when it was just snowing like crazy, you get a LaShawn McCoy touchdown. I mean, Joe Webb was completing passes in that game and stuff like that. Just weather games can oftentimes be the very memorable ones of a season. Of course, if you just look throughout NFL history, you, you have the Ice Bowl, I think in Super Bowl two, And so, you know, they become very, very memorable very, very quickly. I am somebody, though, um, if anyone knows me in, you know, outside of radio or even you probably heard me say this last year, I hate weather games. I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely hate weather games. I'm somebody, I don't need it to be like 80 degrees and sunny, but like, you know, at the worst, like 50 degrees and no precipitation. I Every game it feels like I've been to in the last seven or eight years of my life has at least been like some sort of bad weather. And I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm really, really tired of it. Mainly, and I think a lot of it now, is the Bills are a very, very good team. They are a team that is constantly in the hunt for a Super Bowl. And I, I, I do see it, you know, this year of just the Bills did everything they needed to, and they even got some luck. That was something I talked about in the offseason and even last year of just this team never really getting lucky in the playoffs, which is something that does have to happen. You do have to get good matchups, teams getting bounced before they realistically should, and the Bills just never got that. They got you know a one bad loss in a year, and then all of a sudden they have to go to Kansas City because Kansas City just refuses to have a good or really the AFC West just refuses to be good or to challenge the Kansas City Chiefs and they have to go there or all of last year really happening and just mentally draining a team that really shouldn't have had any fight left in them and they still did and now this year seemingly everything went right after they were 6 and 6 they go on a win streak they finish 11 and 6 the dolphins lose some games they maybe shouldn't have Tennessee, and it opens up the door for the Bills to potentially grab the AFC East. And then along with that potential, you get the fact that the rest of the AFC really isn't having great years. So at 11-6, and six, you can take the two seed, and they do that. And then they get the worst team in the playoffs. Beautiful. At least the worst team on paper, they get the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that last year, they, they blew them apart. Gabe Davis with one of the best catches I've ever seen on a deep ball, one-handed. I mean, just a gorgeous game. And they're going to have a weather event that, for the most part, takes away all of the advantages the Bills have, and you kind of just have to hope you don't do anything dumb. Now, the turnovers that Josh has been prone to this year. I mean, now you're kind of just hoping that that doesn't become a thing. If it was just the wind, I felt like the Bills could absolutely deal with that. I felt that they would have no real problems there with that. But when you add in the snow and the wind, you're going to get into a very ugly game. A game that realistically only helps bad teams. It only helps bad teams. If weather limits a quarterback, that only can help a bad team. That only hurts a good team. Mason Rudolph should never compete with Josh Allen for who's the better quarterback on a day. Now he might be able to because the weather is going to be so bad or potentially could be so bad. And that is just very, very frustrating to me. It is very, very frustrating. I know the sayings of when it's, when it's too cold for them, it's just right for us. And, you know, we're built for this weather and blah, blah, blah. No one really is. 
No one really is. No one wants to play in frigid temperatures like in Kansas City. And there will be a few players that love playing in the snow. But no one wants to limit their game plan because the weather is garbage. Now, this is not the only area of the country that gets really bad weather. Look at the south with hurricanes and with rain and how disgusting some of those games can get. Or, you know, even heat waves in Miami. But it's just, it's very frustrating that just as everything seemed to be clicking for the Bills. And I even go to the second half of that Dolphins game and what Josh Allen said afterwards about how he hadn't felt like the ball was leaving his hands better than it was in that second half. And now it's kind of all for naught. And now it's kind of just going to be, you hope the weather isn't as bad as maybe it was projected to be. And we're able to have, for the most part, a very clean football game. The weather won't play a factor in it. But I do wonder... I do wonder if we're going to get that and if it just becomes, again, another, you know, what is it going to be now, fifth, sixth straight game of just survive in advance. That has been this team's mantra for well over a month and a half now, and I just, I I want to see this team explode. It felt like it was coming in that second half, excuse me, of that Dolphins game. And now it feels like, I don't want to say we're starting from square, you know, from square one, but it does kind of feel like, get through Pittsburgh, and then maybe we'll see what this team can do. Now, I think this team can get through Pittsburgh. I think even with the bad weather, I do think Pittsburgh is not a very good football team. I think they're very well coached because I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan. But even then, I just I don't like it to be left up to chance. A lot of people talk about this with the officials, that the officials are dictating games. They're taking it away from the players. Weather kind of does the same thing or can do the same thing. And I don't like either. Now, with that being said, I was not somebody that was banging the drum for a dome. I was not that person that goes, if it's not a dome, I'm not happy. But now I'm not thrilled. I, you know, as the team has progressively stayed this way of just they're high scoring, their best player is their quarterback, and they are constantly in the Super Bowl hunt. I don't even care to host a Super Bowl. I don't think Buffalo realistically could. I care more about my team always having the best advantages to win when they're at home. And I don't think the way they are built, which is the modern way to win, is advantageous in Buffalo. It's just not. The weather can get bad, and it can go south real fast. Now, in terms of cold temperatures, I've seen Josh Allen throw the perfect game in frozen temperatures. So I'm not really worried about that. I am worried, though, about wind and snow. And about how that can cause, you know, whiteout conditions where you're just hoping and praying that nothing goes wrong. I think a lot about it in, you know, NFL history. There's a game, I believe, in 1993 for the Philadelphia Eagles with Randall Cunningham against the Chicago Bears where he threw for well over 300 yards, maybe his best passing game as an Eagle, and it was all for naught because it was a fog game. No one really could see. And so as much as he was dialed in, there were picks and there were punts because guys couldn't see it, so they weren't catching the ball. And it was maybe Cunningham's best moment as an Eagle, and it was all for naught because of a fog that rolled up in Chicago, I think, that morning of. And it's just, it's very, very frustrating in terms of how this season has gone, the highs and lows of this season. I was somebody when they were 6-6, six and six, or more or less when they were 6-5, and because I, I, I walked away from the Eagles game, I want to say confident, but I, I was I was... Getting there, but when they were six and five, I was just in my mind. It was just like I don't want to say it's not their year, but I was also somebody that was thinking about the future of McDermott and kind of if they should be moving on. The Tyler Dunn piece came out right around then, 
and that's where I was at of just like, all right, I mean, you know, I don't want to say pack it up for the year, but maybe we should be. And instead, they completely turned it around. And they've done so without Allen playing like a superhero. He is still turning the ball over. He didn't have amazing passing games for much of this run, but they did it very much on the backs of a heroic defensive performance. I think this has been McDermott's best coaching job, you know, since. And he got hired, really. I, what he's been able to do with so many key injuries and guys coming into spots that, you know, when we were coming into this year, no one really knew what Terrell Bernard would be at middle linebacker. And instead, he becomes an integral part of the defense. Ed Oliver gets paid. Many people are concerned about that. And I thought he played at an all-pro level much of this year. Big injuries across the secondary. Just keeps going. Just keeps moving. Great additions in the secondary in Rasul Douglas. Just been an amazing performance by this defense. And by the running game. James Cook, obviously his game against the Cowboys is kind of you know legendary at this point now for Bills fans. It's been very impressive, and I would just... It, it would really sting if the Bills season ends tomorrow because you don't get to see the full potential of this Bills team because the weather is so bad. I think that's where I'm at, is I would just be incredibly, incredibly frustrated. Not at the team, but just at the circumstances of, man, still cannot... Get I, I guess I guess playoff luck their way. They still can't, and that would be incredibly, incredibly frustrating. Let's get to the phones here real quick. We've got Alex in Rochester. Alex, good morning, my friend. How we doing? Hey, good morning. How's it going? So, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, feel the, feel the doom and gloom a little bit, but at some point, you know, I think the team's got to, you know, um, shake it off and go out and play tomorrow, and just you know start to you know, focus on the, the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, question as a fan, season ticket holder. So planning on going to the game tomorrow, what we're trying to decide is do we go into Buffalo tonight? We're coming from Rochester. Um, so should we go stay there tonight and avoid potentially not being able to make it to the game tomorrow morning? And then in doing that, do you stay downtown? Any issues with getting from downtown to the stadium? I don't know. Just looking to see what, because I'm in Rochester here, mm-hmm. you know, sunny and blue skies right now. I have a, tough time driving there tonight but obviously we know what's coming so um we're worried about getting caught on the thruway basically like in batavia in a whiteout condition so i don't know if other fans coming from syracuse are kind of thinking the same thing but Mm -hmm. you know do you go to buffalo tonight yeah absolutely alex thanks for the call uh i i will say there's travel advisories already all across erie county i know the mayor of buffalo byron brown also put out a travel advisory I think the thing is is, is going to be it's going to be paying attention to the weather around noon one two ish and to see if the storm really does hit Orchard Park Buffalo and and this area. I think that's going to be the key there. Uh, in terms of coming in and staying, I I don't know. I I'm always going to err on the side of caution just personally. As a season ticket holder, in my head, Alex, this is what I would do. Let's skip the Pittsburgh game and go next week when Kansas City is here. That's it, and, and, and and I'm looking at it in the most positive way I can. Let's skip tomorrow. They're going to beat Pittsburgh. Let's go in Kansas City's here. Patch Mahomes' first road playoff game. We get to be the rowdy crowd that introduces them to that. You know, that's that's what I would do. Um, but yeah, I think I think the best way to do this is to just pay attention to the weather. 
as you know the afternoon kind of rolls around. Again, for the latest updates, it's going to be over on our sister station, WBEN 9.30 a.m. They are going to have live coverage, I think, much of today. I think even going into around 6 o'clock tonight before they are going to transition over to the – at the time, it'll be then the second half of the first playoff game of the weekend, and that being Browns at Texans, which should be a very good matchup. I'm very, very excited for that game to get going around 4.30 tonight. But yeah, they're going to have live coverage for most of tonight, so any weather updates you're looking for, they are absolutely going to be on top of that. In terms of the Bills as well, they did tweet out last night, um, they're looking for people to shovel, which I always I always find that fun when they do that. It, it, some people may not like it. I think it's hysterical. Um, it is good, though. They're not asking you to do it for free or for the kindness out of your heart. Uh, if you are 18 or older or you have 18 in working papers, you can go there, uh, $20 an hour, I believe it is, and you know they're gonna have breaks for you. They're gonna have uh, they're gonna have you know areas where you can take a breather and stuff like that. So I mean, if you want to do that to absolutely make sure people can get into the stadium who are going, uh, I definitely recommend it. I know I've had friends who have done it as well. So absolutely do check that out if you are so inclined. I do want to transition a little bit more to I guess the the positives of this weekend. And I'm saying that you know with with Alex here who just called in of like you know. I don't want to say like necessarily just skip this game, but again, pay attention to the weather, see what it's looking like around you know this afternoon, and if it looks good, drive up. You know, if if it's looking solid, drive up absolutely. But for me, I'm looking at it as if we're a season ticket holder. You know what? I'm skipping this week, I ain't going to see Mason Rudolph in the cold. I'll wait till next week to see Patrick Mahomes take on Josh Allen in Buffalo. Finally, that too. If they come here next weekend, if both teams advance. You also get Kansas City next year in Buffalo. So that'll be good to finally have a bit of a difference there. Because, man, we have just we have constantly had to deal with going to Kansas City. And it, to a certain extent, it's gotten actually pretty good. We've done very well against Kansas City and Arrowhead. So I'm not terrified to do that anymore. But, man, it'll be nice to get them into Orchard Park. It'll be so nice to get them into Orchard Park. On that point, though, for this weekend, I do want to give you a quick you know, update for the show coming up and really for the afternoon, as you did here. We are doing a special extended edition of Sports Talk Saturday, and that is brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage, call 716-272-ROOF. I will be on from 10 to 12 here. That will be followed then by Derek Kramer. And I believe, who else is Derek? Do we know who Derek's going to have on as well? I think he's going to have a guest today. Evan, I don't know if you know. I can't know. I, I think it's just Derek. Uh, he's having uh, Mark Schofield on at uh, 2.15 and Greg Thompson at uh, 2. Uh, not 2. Uh, Greg Thompson, yeah. All right, okay, so he's going to have 12, a 12.15, he's going to have two guests on. Beautiful. So, so stay tuned have, for that. He's going to have some guests on for this afternoon. For me, at 11, we're going to get a check-in with the Steelers, Will Graves, who covers the Steelers for the AP. I'm interested, on that sense, how Pittsburgh fans are doing. Pittsburgh is notoriously a fan base that travels incredibly well. And so that's, that's my thing. Like they travel incredibly, incredibly well. I want to know with the weather how that looks comparative to you know the Bills who also travel very well but with the impending weather is it much more of an outright home game for the Bills because of what's potentially coming this 
this afternoon. Let's go back to the phones. We've got CJ on the line. CJ, how are we doing this morning? Good yourself. Doing very well. So, I, I, my thoughts on this, I, I think they moved the game to Monday. Well, what are your thoughts on that? I that's that's what I would do. It's a, it's a holiday. You have a perfect lead into the night game. That's at what eight twenty. You could play it at four o'clock. Yeah, or, or even four o'clock. Yeah, that that that's my thought. At what time if they're gonna move it? What time do they announce it? I actually don't know. I don't think there's like any sort of set time they would have to announce it. I would imagine if they do, it's gonna be around uh, the time that I get off air when the storm is in in you know quote unquote projected to hit around that twelve to two ish range. If yeah, it does yep. hit, they may do it. I just I, personally, I don't know if they will. I think they've had a built in excuse to be able to do so. And they haven't. And so I'm thinking the way the NFL operates, they're not going to do it. Because I think as well, they they could have easily just done it where you move the Bills game to Monday and you move tonight's game, Kansas City and Miami, and you just move them to 1 o'clock tomorrow when the temperatures are projected to be much better than the negative degree wind chill at night. They've had the perfect, you know, perfect avenue to do so. Again, Monday's a holiday. It's not like you're missing out on a on a huge group of your audience or attendance at the state at the stadiums. You'd be able to do so, and they haven't. I I don't believe there is a deadline, CJ. I could be wrong on that, but I think that is absolutely the way they they could have done it and have not. But I'm I'm right there with you, man. I would have moved it to Monday just to avoid all this weather. Because as I said at, at, at the beginning of the show, this is not projected to be like last year's Christmas storm, even in, even in, 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 in just outright snow. It's just supposed to be a really quick hitter, but it's hitting at essentially the perfect time to cause problems this weekend. If it was happening on Wednesday or Thursday, this would have been no problem. Yeah, it's going to kind of annoy people. Schools are going to close, but we'd able to be getting through it. It's happening Saturday afternoon, night into Sunday, and the Bills are playing at one. I think even if if it was happen, if even if the Bills were playing Sunday at eight, we wouldn't really have many problems. But it's 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 just where they're at right now, and I think they've run into a perfect problem with that as well with Kansas City, Miami, where again, if that game was going on at one o'clock or even I, I would say four thirty today, they may not have any problems with the wind chill. But because it's going to be at night, it's going to be even worse. We are going to take a quick timeout here. Again, for today, at least for me, I'm going to be on from 10 to 12. At 11 o'clock, we will have Will Graves of the AP. He covers the Steelers. We'll have him on at 11 to get a check-in with the Steelers. How are fans getting from Pittsburgh to Buffalo? Is he even traveling to the game? And then just kind of a look at the Steelers as a whole, what they've been like, especially with the firing of Matt Canada, the, you know, I guess ascension, if you want to call it that, of Mason Rudolph. We'll see how that goes. They, he's coming up at 11, and of course, we're still taking your calls. 803-0550. Are you going to tomorrow's game? And also, want to have a little bit of fun, talk your favorite weather games that you have a memory of. We'll do that as well. Again, 803-0550. Zach Jones here on a special edition of Sports Talk Saturday that is brought to you by Expert Contracting. Expert Contracting for wind damage. Call 716-272-ROOF. And you are listening to WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch 
switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.